Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe confirming today that they are going to go to court. They are going to ask the Saskatchewan Court of Appeal to rule on whether the federal government can impose a carbon tax. And says if he has to, we'll go all the way to the Supreme Court. We need to continue um, to talk about what actually matters here, and that's our carbon content in our atmosphere, as opposed to having uh, this jurisdictional discussion over uh, who can tax and when. So does he have a case here? So there are some interesting legal questions to explore. I think a lot of this is is clearly political in terms of uh, where you stand on the idea of a carbon tax or carbon pricing. Uh, certainly the Saskatchewan government is doing other things to address emissions, and maybe there's an interesting case to be made if a province can say, well, we're addressing the problem in our own way. Does the federal government need to stick its nose in? What are the legal issues? Joining us for some thoughts, pleased to welcome to the program, Eric Adams, Associate Professor, Faculty of Law at the University of Alberta. Eric, thank you for joining us here. Happy to be here. Uh, I mean, on the surface, it seems like this is an uphill battle for the Saskatchewan government or any provincial government. What's your take? Yeah, I think that's right. And you had mentioned a moment ago in your intro something that I think is clearly right, which is that in some ways, politics uh, bleed into constitutional law here. So the position of the Saskatchewan government has been, uh, dating back to the previous premier, that, you know, this was an unwise bill and and that Saskatchewan was going to oppose it as a matter of policy. And now they're making that argument into one of constitutional law. One thing that the courts have have tried in Canada to to do a very uh, clear job of is to keep those questions separate. And I'm reminded a little bit of of the controversies around the federal regulation of firearms and that legislation almost two decades ago now. And the government of Alberta at the time said, well, we don't like this policy and and we don't think there should be such a a firearms act and uh, we don't like this law and and now we're going to constitutionally challenge it. They also sent a reference case to their provincial court of appeal. And the court there, and ultimately that case went to the Supreme Court of Canada, said, we don't, we don't care about whether or not this is a good law or a bad law or the right policy or the wrong policy. The only question that judges answer is, is there constitutional jurisdiction to enact this particular piece of legislation? The political question is for politicians and the voting public to sort out. And I could see this going a very similar way, which is courts will say, we don't we're not answering the question of whether or not there should be a carbon tax or whether or not this is the right way to address um, global warming. What we're asking is, does the federal government have the jurisdiction to enact the piece of legislation that they are proposing, full stop? Well, I mean, it would seem as though they do. Right? The federal government obviously has taxation powers. Does does this cut into to other realms here? It, I think it does. It's somewhat complicated by the fact that 
the the law here is not uh, one argument is that the law here is actually not to generate revenue for the federal government, but rather it's to, to curb behavior and to regulate industry, and in particular the, the burning of carbon amongst uh, various industrial players. And so one argument might, might be is that, in fact, this isn't a tax at all, even though that's how it's popularly understood. Um, Somewhat puzzling, puzzlingly, perhaps, the, the federal government says, well, maybe our best argument is that this is actually a form of, of criminal law uh, because it has a series of, of prohibitions to it. You can't do this. You can't do that. And if you breach this law, um, there will be a penalty attached to it. And courts have actually upheld a fair number of federal environmental laws on the basis that they actually fall under the federal criminal law power, which just isn't limited to, you know, you can't punch your neighbor in the head. But but increasingly, courts have said that that criminal law jurisdiction is about about the regulation of all kinds of undesirable conduct, including environmental harm. So that may be the best federal argument that we see uh, in the Saskatchewan Court of Appeal. And finally, the, the federal government will also argue for this kind of catch-all power that they have, sometimes called POG, or Peace, Order, and Good Government. Courts haven't been as uh, happy to use that particular power because of how broad it might be. But that may uh, help the federal government in their case, too. So, so Saskatchewan's staring down a federal government that is going to be arguing, look, th th this is criminal law, and if it isn't criminal law, it's, it's peace, order, and good government, and if it isn't that, it's a tax. And, uh, you know, that is going to be a tough series of arguments to defeat. It is somewhat ironic, I think, because, yeah, Saskatchewan has some jurisdiction when it comes to, to environmental regulations, so too does, does BC. Yep. Um, so, I mean, Saskatchewan certainly amongst those, and there are many who are very angry with BC for saying they want to file a court reference to sort out jurisdictional issues, and that's kind of what Saskatchewan's doing here. It seems to be the merry season of court references involving energy topics. Yes. Constitutional uh, law professors are, are enjoying the ride, but I'm not sure anyone else is. Um, but what it, it, it certainly appears is that the domain of, of politics is going to experience its next act in the courtroom. Um, and whether or not we're better off for, for that movement or not, I'm, I'm not sure. But but courts of law are now going to try and draw some lines that, that politicians have, have not been able to agree with amongst themselves about where these powers begin, and, and that's for sure. Right, because if, if Saskatchewan can argue that we're addressing emissions in our own way, in yeah. a different way, but, it, but in our own way, how much legal weight would that, that carry? I think it carries almost none um, because the, the the court is going to say, well, good for you. If you have the jurisdiction to do things, go ahead and exercise it. But that's not the question that we're being asked. The question we're being asked is, is this federal law fall within an appropriate power that the federal government possesses? Whether or not you've got different sets of powers and you want to exercise them to deal with carbon, uh, go right ahead. But we don't care about that when we're asking this one narrow question. And so Saskatchewan's been beating on that drum. Look, this is our fight to fight, and we're going to do it the Saskatchewan way. And I think 
court's going to say that that really doesn't matter to us one way or the other because the federal government has enacted legislation that's trying to deal with this problem in a national way. And our only question is, can they do so? So the the outcome of this will be significant, I suppose, one way or another. I mean, it will provide some some clarity on the question, but uh, I, I mean, it does pose some some potential problems for for the federal government going forward. It 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 does in the sense that if it introduces some legal uncertainty to the application of this law in Saskatchewan. Now, the Saskatchewan Court of Appeal is a fine and, and mighty court of appeal, but they are not capable of of binding other jurisdictions beyond their borders. So, so no matter what Saskatchewan says, what no matter what their court says, the law may still be perfectly constitutional as it applies to other jurisdictions. Now, the federal government may decide that they want to hold off in implementing the law until all of the constitutional issues are cleared, or they may not. They may say, "Fine, Saskatchewan, you want to have your fight. Let's let's have that uh, disagreement. We're pretty confident in our position, and we'll see how it it plays out." If this eventually makes its way to the Supreme Court of Canada, which there's a reasonable likelihood that it that it will, then of course that court then can issue a definitive and definitive and final judgment that will bind all of Canada one way or the other. Very interesting. Well, Eric, we'll leave it there and see how this all plays out. Appreciate you making some time for us here today. My pleasure. Enjoy the sunshine. Well, we shall. Thanks again, Eric Adams, uh, professor of law at the University of Alberta. Uh, So his thoughts uh, on the merits of this case, and of course, there's also the politics of this case. Now, what's interesting is the province of Manitoba, not too long ago, back in October, sought some legal analysis on this same question. Uh, They came back with the following. There is a strong likelihood the Supreme Court of Canada would uphold the proposed carbon tax slash levy. It would probably do so on the basis of the federal government's taxation power. The cap-and-trade feature of the proposed carbon tax levy would probably be upheld as a necessary add-on to the basic carbon tax levy. It is entirely possible the Supreme Court of Canada would also uphold the proposed measure on some other head or heads of federal authority. It is unlikely that the Supreme Court of Canada would say that taxation power is not a basis for federal authority and that only another head of authority would justify the imposition of the feature. It goes on in detail, but essentially Manitoba was told it would be a waste of your time. Now, apparently in a few minutes here, Jason Kenney is going to be making a comment. I suspect what he's going to say is good on Scott Moe, good on Saskatchewan. If I'm the next premier, I'm going to join this and we're going to fight, fight, fight. And and maybe that'll go over well. If it is a lost cause, though, then it's it seems like a waste of time and resources. I mean, the point, the whole point, the whole thing with the, the federal carbon price is that there's a very easy solution to it. Return all of that revenue back. If the Saskatchewan government doesn't like Ottawa imposing a carbon tax, well, the Saskatchewan government are the ones who control the revenue raised by it. So, give it all back. Problem solved, right? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.